Hello there. Welcome to Book Talk. And this is your host, Anthony Moirore. At Book Talk, as always, we get to have an author come and tell us about his book or her book. And today, today is quite a big surprise. You won't believe whom we have here. Now, we have a millionaire. <laughs> and he's not only a millionaire, he's someone who is willing to teach others how to be a millionaire. Now, his name is Johnny, but I'm gonna bring him shortly. But let me say something little about Johnny. Now, Johnny is someone who's teaching what he's done. He's been there and done that. Now, it's not everyone that gets to be where he wants, when he wants, with whom he wants, around the planet. Now, Johnny does that. And as he teaches others to become millionaires, He's been uh, on talk shows, he's been on television, he's been on ABC, NBC, Fox News, name it. And one more thing. Now, Johnny uh, is a mentee of, now who is Johnny? He's a motivational speaker, entrepreneur and everything else that is you can imagine of. Now, he's a mentee of the number one motivational speaker on the planet, that's Les Brown. Now, without taking more time, let me welcome to the show, Johnny Wimbry. Anthony, <laughs> thank you, brother, for that incredible introduction. It is an honor and a pleasure to be with you. Yes, uh, welcome to our show. Thank you so much. It's an honor. Now, it's, it's, the honor is ours. I mean, thank you for finding your time and coming, being with us here. And uh, not only that, I mean... I want to go where I want, when I want, with whom I want. And, uh, <laughs> to do that, to do that, I've got to have the resources. And now you come, you come here to teach us how to go about it. Now, you, you've released uh, a book recently known yes. as "Building a Millionaire Mindset." There it is. <laughs> that's it. And that's what yes, sir. Gonna, that's what we're going to discuss on this show. And awesome. So, yes. So, so I said you've done all that. You've been everywhere that you've been. And, and, and this is where we're going to start. I don't know we go, where we're going to end, but this is where we're going to start. Where you were born. You were born a millionaire, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 no. Yeah. Uh, my, first, my, my first memory of life was living in a battered women's shelter. Uh, I was homeless. Mm -hmm. uh, raised, raised around, you know, gangs and violence and drugs my entire life um, as a kid, made a lot of bad decisions. And I participating in, a, you know, in a lot of those areas of life. And, um, you know, I got a brother serving 40 years in prison right now. And the only difference is I didn't get caught. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I, I tell the story probably a little bit more in depth in this book, because I really want people to understand, you know, am I a multimillionaire? Yes. Does this book have anything to do with making a million dollars? Not really. It has everything to do with the mindset that I use to come, you know, from poverty to massive success. But what's more important than that is, you know, it's the principles that I used in my life. It's the pillars. And Anthony, if I was to share the, you know, the real secret about this book, you know, it it uh it hit number one bestseller in five different categories. The audio book was just released uh, about three or four weeks ago and hit number one number number one again in two different categories. Mm -hmm. And 
the, the, the real meat of the book has nothing to do with making money. Yeah. It has everything to do with the mindset that I use to become a, a, a multimillionaire. It is the mindset. This book is the roadmap. If God forbid, if something happened to me today and I had to leave a roadmap behind for my children, mm -hmm. this literally is the roadmap. I'm not going to be the father that's just going to pass down millions inheritance. You know, my favorite book says that a good man will leave an inheritance for his children's children. Yeah. Well, an inheritance is not just money. It's the mindset. It's the principles. The subtitle of the book is how to use the pillars of entrepreneurialism mm -hmm. to gain, maintain and sustain long lasting wealth. You know, I am a first generation millionaire. Yeah. So I'm talking to first generational millionaires in the book, those who already are and those who want to be one. Um, I was being interviewed with Les Brown um, last week and Les asked me a question and um, I actually just posted this answer because it just meant so much to me. Yeah. And the answer, yeah. and, and you know, the, the question, you know, was, you know, what, 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 what was the hardest thing that you have to overcome in life? And if you had to do it all over again, what would you do different? You know, one of the easiest things that I've ever done is make a million dollars. That's one of the easiest things. One of the hardest things that I've ever had to do was to believe that it was possible. So if I could go back and do it all over again, there's only one thing that I would do different is I would want to talk to the younger Johnny. I would want to look at the younger Johnny and say, listen, you're going to make a lot of bad decisions. Mm -hmm. You're going to let your, you're going to let your family down. You, you're going to drop the ball. Um, you're going to find yourself in situations where you should be dead and you'll, you'll have no, proof other than the grace of God of how you made it out alive. But more than anything else, Johnny, can you just believe a little sooner? And it's the belief, it's the mindset of believing and subscribing to the possibilities that you don't just deserve it. Yeah, It yeah. is something that has always been accessible to you. You know, when I talk about success, Anthony, mm -hmm. You know, when you, you, you talk about the mindset, you talk about being wealthy, you have to understand, and I talk about this in the book, I go into depth about it, that money is only one ingredient to success. It's only one. If you make one ingredient the, the most important ingredient for anything that you do in life, that's what you're going to chase. Yeah, if, I yeah. say, if I say chocolate cake to you, mm -hmm. Anthony, you picture the chocolate cake, right? Yes. You taste yes. the sugar. Mm -hmm. Well, sugar is only one ingredient. Take out the sugar and eat that chocolate cake and tell me if you'll eat it again. You won't no. because it's a very important ingredient. But if I say chocolate cake, I'm saying sugar, but I'm not saying sugar. That's how I feel about success. That's how I feel about wealth. When I say wealth, I'm talking about money, but I'm not just talking about money. It's one ingredient. And when you understand the mindset, the mindset as a man thinketh in their heart, when you have the mindset, the law of attraction, millions will find you. Yeah. Now, when you say about the mindset, now this brings to mind, and, and I want to imagine, and everybody who's watching this can agree with us that everything that has ever been, everything that is now, and everything that will ever come starts from the mind. Now, if I have to build a car, I've got to think about it. If I want to yeah. go from one point to the next point, then I've got to think about it. So yes. when you talk about starting with the mind, I think 
we we start in the wrong place when we are talking about the money, wealth, car, house. Yeah. This is where we should be starting. Everything is mindset. You know, you should never start a family without a family mindset. You should never, you know, have a child without, you know, having the, the, the mindset of being a parent. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, you, you know, you buy a house with, with the mindset of being a homeowner. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, the, the, the worst thing that I can do as a father is pass down millions to my kids without a roadmap. Yeah. Like, that's the worst thing that I could do. I believe that it's my responsibility as a first generation millionaire. Most first generational millionaires, it doesn't duplicate into the next generation. Mm -hmm. This is the roadmap of why it's going to duplicate into the next generation. It's because I'm not raising kids that chase money. I Mm -hmm. raise kids that, that chase being CEOs. And when you are a CEO, that means you, you you provide a service and you're serving something. Mm-hmm. Now, before we even proceed there, uh, I mean, I, I, I want to imagine that someone who's uh, not familiar with the term that you're using needs to have a in-depth mean, understanding of yeah. what you mean by first generation millionaire. Okay, good. I'm I'm, I'm so glad that you uh, slowed down on that. Yeah. A first. This is this is the original title of my book was first generation million millionaires. Mm-hmm. How to become a first generation millionaire or what to do. The uh, the publishing company, uh, which is McGraw Hill, the largest publisher in the world, yeah. came to me and said, "Let's talk about building." And they convinced me on this title, and I love it. But in the book, I talk about first generation millionaire all the time. Here's why: yeah. a first generation, like I, I am a first generation millionaire, which means there are no bloodline Wimbries mm-hmm. that were millionaires before me. So I'm a first generation. My children will be second generation millionaires Mm -hmm. their children will be third generation millionaires unless i don't teach them the mindset then i'm pretty much guaranteed that i will be a first generation millionaire and nothing will happen i'm not going to say nothing but i didn't do my job as teeing them up so you 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 understand golf terminology you use a t you you hit the golf Golf ball from a T. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. the T is probably about the same size as this chapstick. Okay. And the T is only used to bring the ball off the ground about two and a half inches. And that ball sets on there so the golfer can hit it. Mm-hmm. It is my job to tee my children up for okay. the next game. Mm-hmm. The next game is the next generation. The next game is. It doesn't matter what the technology is. It doesn't matter what the cryptocurrency is, the EFT. It doesn't matter what you're investing in the stock market. It doesn't matter what you own or what you're purchasing or what businesses you're launching. It doesn't matter unless you have the mindset. So it's my responsibility to pass on that mindset. You know, if if you pass down the mindset of poverty, Mm -hmm. no one says anything because it's so common. It is so common, you know, Money doesn't grow on trees. Yeah. Who like, but money is made out of paper and and many currencies around the world, and paper comes from a tree. So we repeat things because of a mindset. Yeah. You got to ask yourself is it a poverty mindset? Is the mindset of being average? Is the mindset of massive increase? My father who um, 
who ended up raising me. And there's a twist to the story, you know, of where I'm from, you know, my earliest memory of life living in a battered women's shelter because it was my father's fault. Mm-hmm. But then, mm-hmm. you know, here I am four or five years later, my father's actually raising me and he would end up raising me all the way into adulthood, which means bad father doesn't mean bad husband. He was a good husband. I mean, I, I mean, he's a good, good father, but very hard and very stern. And, and, um, and we got a lot of stories about it. But it was my father who was a trash man. He called himself a trash man because in America, um, when you drive the trucks and you pick the trash up in the city, you're, you're, you're a city sanitation worker. But he called himself a trash man. And it was a trash man. And I talk about this in the, in the, in the dedication of my book. Mm-hmm. It was a trash man who gave me my first motivational speech. Because I remember I brought my, my report card home and my grades and my points. And I, I, I gave it to him and, and he looked at me and he said, you have a C. And I'm, I'm like, you're a trash man. <laughs> I'm not thinking that out loud, but I'm, I, but I'm thinking now as an adult, I'm like, why are you shocked that I have a C? Uh-huh. And he looked at me and he said, a C means you're average. Mm-hmm. And he said, anybody can be average. That's why it's called average. A trash man told me that (laughs) Uh, my first motivational speech was from a trash man and my speech today that has reached the globe. I I mean, from speaking on stage in Nazareth to Perth, Australia, to Athens, Greece, to the Czech Republic throughout the United States, Singapore, all over the world, South Africa, Zimbabwe. I mean, I was on television in Nigeria just four hours ago, national television. Mm-hmm. My foundational message 20, 30 years later is still the same. I refuse to be average. You're, you read this book, you learn to hate the word average. Why? Because average is very the very top of the bottom. It's the very top of the bottom. And you cannot ever have a millionaire mindset and be okay with being average oh oh that's deep you can't have it it it, it will not work together that's deep so i i interrupt and i deflate the word average oh i've got to stop thinking about being average and start thinking about the top (laughs) and i'm honored absolutely and i'm honored and we are honored all of us who are watching you even those who are going to watch the recorded version to have you here to guide us about how to go and be there not to i mean we are not going to focus on the money as you said we're going to focus on having the mindset to be there do that and get that now uh you talk about and this is what you discuss with your publisher about building yes why didn't you take acquiring getting i mean you discussed it why what what's what's in building what's in building because when you build something, mm-hmm. sometimes arriving is none of your business. Yeah. Finishing is none of your business. A lot of times when it comes to success, success is a direction. It's not a destination. Yeah. So when you're building something, mm-hmm. you can build something forever. You can build you can build a building forever. You can make it taller, you can make it wider. You can continue to expand it or continue to make it better. When you are building the mindset, you're basically basically acknowledging the fact that there's no end. 
Yeah. There's no yeah. finish line. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. one of the things I talk about in the book as well is sometimes winning is a very shallow definition because we think winning is coming in first place. Mm-hmm. Well, what about the people who finished the race? Did they not win at something? They won. And yeah. when you begin to think like a winner, when you begin to think with the mindset, you see life differently because your desire is not to be better than anyone. Your desire is to be the best version of you that you can be. And another topic that I talk about in the book, Anthony, is the worst thing that you can do is lie to you. Mm -hmm. So if you're an athlete and you know you only gave 50%, you can be honest with you. But if you're an athlete and you gave 100% of everything that you had and you came in fifth place, you won that race. You won as the best, the best version of you. You know, I, I have never uttered the words, I'm going to be a billionaire. But I have said, I'm going to be a millionaire. Mm-hmm. There, mm-hmm. Are, there are things that aren't as important. It, at this place in my life, I'm 46 years old. Maybe it may change, but it, it, it's just not a, it's, it's, it's not a focus of mine. If it was a focus, I would be there. There's nothing that can stop me from having a millionaire mindset and a billionaire mindset. There's not that big of a difference. It's just more activity and it's smarter investing. It's smarter relationships. It's tighter circles and it's investing to be in those circles. So my desire, and I guess the best way to say it is I don't chase money. Mm -hmm. Money chases me. Well, money doesn't tell me what to do. I tell money what to do. If Mm -hmm. If I am a walking and talking example of someone that's servicing the lives of individuals around the world, if all I have to do is stay in position of servanthood, if I'm continuously serving and doing who I say I am, mm-hmm. then the money has no choice but to follow me because I'm in position. If money is not following you, and I'm talking to me, I'm talking to you, I'm talking to the listeners and the viewers, if money isn't following you right now, yeah. I guarantee yeah. you, you got out of position. This book is designed to get you back in the position that you really already know what the position is. You just have to be reintroduced to it. The audio book that just dropped, you can go to audible.com, amazon.com right now and be listening to this book in the next two minutes. I run to the book. Mm-hmm. I, I exercise to the book and it's, and it's my words. It's my words. It's my book. Here's the most, one of the very first exercises, and, and I'll tell you this, Anthony. Yeah. This is the book mm-hmm. that you are not going to loan out. <laughs> and, 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 and anybody who has it, you already know what I'm talking about. Because you're, you actually have exercises in the book. And I challenge you to, to, you know, to, to, to write in the book and, and, and do the exercises that are in the book. So you're not going to loan anybody this book because your personal information, your personal breakthroughs will be um, written down in the book. So even people who have the audio book also have the hard book because people learn differently. I definitely learn differently. Yeah. So, Anthony, I, I just kind of hit a place in my life where I began to think, you know, the reason that I became a millionaire is because I wanted my child's first memory of life to be happiness. Mm-hmm. My first memory of life was, was being homeless, living in a battered women's shelter. It's mm-hmm. the first thing I remember. I don't remember anything else before that. So me having a goal to protect my child's first memory in life made me a millionaire. Mm-hmm. 
this is where I start talking about finding your why, your W-H-Y. Yeah. If you're not willing to die for your why, mm -hmm. maybe it's not big enough. When you have the millionaire mindset, your why is so much greater than any number. Like any number, like pick a number anywhere in the world and my children are more valuable than that. Of course, of course. I mean, you that's a millionaire mindset. You cannot put a price tag on uh, life. Yeah. And up to this point, one thing that I very much appreciate is I'm, I'm starting to imagine because I've been there, I've seen people win lotteries and um, big amount of money. And then uh, you see the same person in one month, two months, or maybe six months down the line. Mm -hmm. And the end result of that person is worse than his original self. And you know why? Mm -hmm. Because whatever, whoever you are, money is going to multiply. Ah. So if, if you have the mindset of poverty and then all of a sudden you get a lot of money, yeah. you just multiply, you multiplied your mindset of poverty. Because now you're going to go out and purchase things and spend money to impress other people. And that is a poverty mindset. I know people who are millionaires that still have poverty mindsets. I know people who are like third, fourth, fifth, sixth generation millionaires, and they have poverty mindsets. It was their great, 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 great grandfather, great, 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 great grandmother who had the millionaire mindset, but they didn't know how to teach it and duplicate it and pass it on. So- if, if you truly, truly have a desire to increase in life, increase your mind before you increase your tangibles, because this is going to make you more of what you already are. If you, you know, if, if you're an alcoholic, the worst thing you need is more money. If you are addicted to drugs, the worst thing that you need is more money. If, 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 if you use power to manipulate and step on people and hurt people, the absolute worst thing that you need is more money because you're gonna step on more people. You're gonna hurt more people. You're going to elevate your ability to do wrong. And that's why the mindset should always come before the assets. At that point, I'm just speechless. Whatever it is that you have, money becomes the multiplier. Yeah. It's 100% true. It's a, and it's not so even deep. <laughs> but, but, but think about it. Yeah. It's not really that deep. It's only deep because we don't practice common sense. Yeah. Common sense, common sense is not commonly practiced. But if you slow down and think about it, mm -hmm. common sense says that if I'm an alcoholic and I get more money, I'm going to buy better alcohol and a lot more of it. <laughs> yeah, sure. That's just common sense. Yeah. But we don't teach those common principles. My entire book, there's a lot of revelation. There's a lot of things where people are going to say it's deep. But the truth is, a lot of this we already know. We just don't know how to connect the dots and make sense. If, if I pull out a blank sheet of paper right now and it only has dots on it and the dots start at one and it ends up to 100 and, let's, you know, and I connect the dots probably right around the time I get to like 75, I'm going to start realizing mm -hmm. it's an airplane. It's, you know, it's a horse. It's, you know, it's a painting, but I don't know it until I connect the dots. 
This book helps you connect the dots that you already see. You just don't know how to organize it into a way where it looks wealthy and it feels wealthy. I am teaching the same principles that it takes to become a professional footballer, the same mindset that it takes you know, to become an Olympian, the same mindset. That mindset is the same mindset that it takes to become a millionaire. You show me one single mother whose children have never been late to school because of her. I'll show you a, a mother who has a millionaire mindset. She doesn't know how to transfer that excellence and those principles into money. I can show her how to do it very simply. I've helped over 40 people around the world, and you know some of them, make over a million dollars. Over 40. I have I mean, just in my team alone, my organization alone. But here's what's crazy. I would say about 98% of them were broke when I met them. Mm-hmm. Half of them, more than half of them are broke right now. You know why? Because I only teach them how to make money. I didn't teach them the millionaire mindset. Mm-hmm. So my next round of millionaires that we're going to create together, you and me and so many other people, yeah. I'm not just going to create leadership. I'm not going to create just great trainers. I'm going to create mindset. So God, for you know, listen, I was, I was interviewed in Australia and someone asked me a question. He said, Johnny, what's next for you? And um, I said something that blew my own mind. And, um, and, and, and I, I talk about this in the book too, but it was so big for me because I didn't know how to articulate it and it just came out perfectly. Mm-hmm. And, I just, and, and I said, I don't want to die working. I want to die watching my work. Oh, Now, that's profound. the only <laughs> thing, the only thing that can create that yeah. is me teaching people the mindset. I get to teach people like you, Anthony, what I use to become massively successful. And then I get to sit back and watch you be successful, your children be successful, your children's children be successful. And that's what I mean by I want to I want to die watching my work. Oh, wonderful, wonderful, wonderful. Now, at this point, you tell us it's something that we may know of his ideas that we may have come across, but then forgotten these principles. Can you Remind you know, us or steal for us a few, yeah. one, two, three, four principles. Yeah. Let me give you a, a very, a very strong principle. Um, and I, I call them pillars in the book. The pillars that I use in the book are the things that hold me up. Mm-hmm. Not, not just the things that got me here, but it's the things that hold me up while I'm here. It's that mindset that holds me up, right? Mm-hmm. So one of the one of my foundational principles inside the book the pillar, Mm -hmm. it says, participate in your own rescue. Mm -hmm. Now, this is very key because most time we want the government to rescue us. Yeah. We want the news channels to expose wrong and rescue us. You have to participate in your own rescue. 90% of the people who are complaining about life they're complaining when they could be participating in their rescue. So if you want to be successful, I dare you to adopt this pillar right now. You participate in your rescue. And anybody else who comes along to help, they're a part of the journey, but you start the journey. That's number one. Another pillar is you have to be able to determine, this is a very important one, a friend from a foe. Now, Anthony, when I say friend, 
my definition, and I talk about it in the book, yeah. my yeah. definition of a friend is a person, place, or thing that's pushing you towards your goal, mm-hmm. towards your destiny, towards the finish line, or whatever it is you want. A foe, an F-O-E, is a person, place, or thing that's pulling you away. And it's that simple. I have practiced this, this principle since my early 20s. When I walk into a room, it's my responsibility to identify, is this room a friend of my goal or is it a foe? Mm-hmm. Is this conversation that I'm having with these people right now, it is a friend or it is a foe? Everything that I do, when I agree to do this interview, is this interview a friend mm-hmm. or is it a foe? I do my best to hold myself consciously in the now accountable to only exercising with friends and a friend is a person place or thing if i say if i say i want to quit smoking but i have a pack of cigarettes emergency pack of cigarettes in my coat well i don't really want to quit smoking because whatever i want to do or whatever i want out of my life i shouldn't have access to it if it's in my pocket that means i'm carrying around a foe if it's in my purse I'm carrying around a foe, a person, place, or thing that's pulling me back. So part of mastering the millionaire mindset is also mastering the, the, uh, the opportunities to identify a friend from a foe. That's masterful level millionaire mindset stuff I just shared with you. Oh, wonderful. And then uh, you said, uh, you mentioned to us that you call them pillars in your book and those pillars. Mm-hmm. Now, can you maybe tell us, now, for those of you who may not know, I've gone through the book, not once. In the last three days, I've gone the book through the book two times. <laughs> beautiful, beautiful. Now, tell us about the first three pillars, because I think someone got a need uh, to hear this. Just as you Absolutely. Know, the first three so, pillars. The very first pillar is participating in your rescue. That's the foundation. And when I think about a pillar, it was funny enough, I think about Athens. Uh, oh, uh, okay. Because I've been, you know, I've been, I've been there many times. You talked about that. I mean, yeah. Okay. Yeah, continue. continue. So, so when, I, when, I, when I think about a pillar, mm-hmm. I immediately think of Athens. I, I don't think of anything else. I think, I think of Athens and I think of Rome for some reason. Just right out of the back, I think of, you know, I think of monuments that are still standing thousands of years of erosion and weather and all this other stuff. But somebody thought enough to have the mindset of having a solid foundation. Okay. So one of the solid pillars uh, that hold me up, there, there, there are three, participating in your own rescue, finding a mentor, and establishing accountability. Now, I know the pillars you want me to talk about, so I'm going to talk about these. So yes. in the introduction, yeah. if you skip the introduction, are they in trouble, Anthony? I didn't. Yeah, they are in trouble. I didn't skip the introduction. <laughs> That's why I wanted you to go. So, so you can see how we established a relationship just in the very beginning of the book. Yeah. In the very first chapter, I'm establishing a relationship with you, but I'm also teaching you how you are going to treat me. Mm-hmm. You understand? Yeah. In every conversation you have, you train people how to treat you. Mm-hmm. So in the first chapter, I'm training you to understand my rhythm. And the very first thing that I say you know, somewhere in the first chapter is, did you read the introduction? Yeah. And then I talk about being a, a, you know, a corner cutter. 
you cut corners. You can't have the millionaire mindset and cut corners. So go back and read the introduction. The introduction is so powerful. The introduction like lays the foundation for where you're headed in the book. So you want the pillars without the foundation. Three of the masterful pillars under building a millionaire mindset. One of the first things that I teach and I talk about is understanding your personal value in you, your value, yeah, the way yeah. you value. Yeah, yeah, the way you value yourself, right? Mm-hmm. You know, if I, and, and um, I, I don't want to give it too much away, but if I'm <laughs> holding up this $100 US bill, yeah. you know, yeah. this is currency. This currency will work in any, you know, any country in the world. I can flip it. I can move it around. So if I ask people, how much is this worth? You're going to say 100 US dollars. It's not a trick question. And if I fold it, how much is it worth now? It's still worth 100 US dollars. Sure. So when I go through this process in the book, I'm really slowing down to help you understand that regardless of what I do to this, this, this dollar bill, whatever I do to it, as long as it stays together, I could throw it in the bottom of an ocean and somebody find it five years from now, and it's still going to be worth 100 US dollars. Mm-hmm. I get people to understand if you can fold this and still be worth $100, why would you allow somebody to fold you mentally, emotionally, spiritually, and they fold you and then you decrease? You have more faith in a man-made object than you do a God-made object. So part of the introduction is figuring out you. It's personal inventory with you. It's you getting to understand you. you got to have faith in you. Yeah. And then- you know, um, well, that's the first thing is value. And the next thing is faith. You got to have faith, faith in who you are and what you bring to the table. And I talk about a chair. I'm sitting in a chair right now, right? You're sitting in a chair. I guarantee you, Anthony, you did not turn that chair upside down to research if it was going to hold you. You just no, sit down. Not. Nobody does. Mm-hmm. I've been on stage with 20,000 people in arenas. And, and I asked them, how many of you checked your chair? Like you shook it, you, you stood on it, you made sure it was going to hold you up before you sat down. Nobody does that. We have more faith that a chair is going to hold us up than you do yourself holding yourself up. So I just kind of reintroduce you to you, how powerful you are, how bulletproof you are, how how much greatness that lives within you, because now you understand understand your value. You're learning to have faith in yourself. And then we talk about commitment. Yeah. Commitment is huge. Commitment is huge for me. This one, this one was huge for me. Why? Because I have always been able to find value in me. I've never, ever, ever, even being homeless, for some reason, I've I've never struggled with understanding my value. Mm -hmm. Um, I probably struggle with, you know, um, peak performance of, of, of my value, but I think everybody would who plays at a high level. But when it comes to understanding my value, you know, I know who I am. I know whose I am. I know God. I mean, listen... I know the creator who created me didn't make anybody better than me. Mm-hmm. That's a good one. And he didn't make me any better. Yeah. I'm not better than anybody, but nobody's better than me. That's a millionaire mindset. Mm-hmm. You got to be confident in who you are. So when you have the confidence of who you are and what you represent, your commitment level is just learning to hold yourself accountable. In the, and I, I know you want me to tell this story. I can see it in your eyes. So when you walk up to a vending machine and you put money in the vending machine 
And let's say this, this bottle of water costs one US dollar. And I put one US dollar in for the water. And this is a better example. It's a full bottle. And let's say I go up to the vending machine and I say, well, I only, I only want half of the water. Do you think the vending machine is going to negotiate with me and say, okay, we'll just put 50 cents in and we'll send you half of the water? No. no. The vending machine says, it's a dollar. <laughs> I don't care how much you want to drink. Mm -hmm. It's 100% or it's nothing. Some of us, all of us, are negotiating with life. We want a 100% result, but we only want to give 20%. If a vending machine doesn't nego negotiate with you when it comes to your commitment, yeah, why would you expect life to negotiate with you? You bring 100% of who you are to the table. Um, uh, there was a book that was written, um, A.L. Williams. It's called All You Can Do Is All You Can Do, and All You Can Do Is Enough. I have friends who were born without legs who are a millionaire. Oh, you know why they're millionaires? Yes. Because all they can do is all they can do. And all they can do is enough. They're not a millionaire because they run. They're not a millionaire because they walk. They're not a millionaire because they're dancers. They're a millionaire because they used all they had. They 100% committed to what they had and never focused on the obstacles of what they didn't have. All you could do is all you could do. And all you could do is enough. There are societies where women have not yet been respected for the true value of who they are and what they're worth. Yeah. But yeah. even though that that woman lives in a society that's holding her down, all she can do is all she can do. And all she can do is enough. You can rise in the midst of adversity, but you got to focus on the, op the opportunities and not the obstacles. One of the key pillars in my book, when you get down to the, to, to, to the end, is when you focus on obstacles, you're going to produce more obstacles in your life. When you focus on opportunity, you're going to produce more opportunity. The millionaire mindset is the ability to focus on opportunities, even in the midst of hell. Mm. Wonderful, wonderful, wonderful. Yeah, and Johnny, because I know we can have all day here and you won't uh, even take a break to have a glass of water. And <laughs> <have a> <laughs> yes, sir. You have a lot, a lot, a lot to share. And what you've mentioned about the pillars in the book is just a fraction of what is contained in the book. At this point, I will ask whoever is viewing to go and get the book. And one thing that John say, Johnny says is that uh, don't be a goal setter. Go and be. A yeah. goal getter. So don't, goal -getter. Don't, don't, don't plan, don't uh, put it as a goal to one day get this book. Go right now and get it. Don't be a goal yeah. setter, go and be a goal getter. Yeah. And Johnny, where can we get the book? You can get it anywhere in the world, any major bookstore in the world. I know that most places Amazon is delivering very fast. Um, their prices are better than even what I can offer here in the United States. But I am sure, regardless of where, what local market you are around the world, you can grab the book at your at, at your favorite major um, bookstore. If it's not on shelf, order it. They'll send it. Um, but the quickest way to get it is audible.com. You can be listening into it in two minutes from now as you're waiting for the hard copy. Oh, yeah, sure. It was quick for me. I listened to it. Now, 
all that you've said is okay, but myself, I want to order a signed copy. How can I do that? <laughs> you can order a, we're not really offering the signed copies yet. Um, but um, here's what I tell people. Um, no matter where I go, people walk up to me with my book and I sign it. Okay. Um, so those random moments will always happen, but there will be a moment um, probably in the near future where we will start um, sending out autographed books. Yeah. Obviously, yeah. you know, the shipping is probably going to be a little bit more because it's a hands-on situation. And I, I have to put my hand on every single book yeah. that's ordered. Yeah. And um, I, I can't offer that until I know I can deliver it um, without people having to wait for me. And I can I can understand that because you're a busy person and uh, you have yes. thousands and thousands of books that yeah. wants to be autographed. So that is a that is a that's a blessing. It's better to have that than have no one want your book. Yeah, 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 sure. <laughs> so, Johnny, at this point, we really appreciate you taking Thank the you. time and being with us on this show. Thank we you. Really, really uh, enjoyed. And uh, not only enjoy it, we know that we are going to get, I know I've read, the, I've had the book on Audible. I know that is a gem and I'm not going to read it even on audio or when I get my hard copy. <laughs> God bless you, brother, man. I, I greatly appreciate that. And um, follow me on social media, everybody at Wimbry. Anthony and I, you know, um, we'll be doing some things together. Uh, we should go live on Instagram and, and play around and, and help as many people as possible. But Anthony, we got work to do, brother. I had no idea that you were in Athens and you just got me super excited. Uh, we're going to team up and do some great things together. So uh, if you're watching this and you know Anthony, uh, you may want to ask him, tell me what Johnny is talking about, because I want to be... <laughs> I want to be a part of, of what of what's about to happen. So I'm going to refer them back to you because we got business to do, brother. Sure. Uh, but before you, you go, as always, yes. at Book Talk, I ask someone to leave us with a parting shot, something that you'd yes. like us to always remember you with. Please share. <laughs> you know, if, if one thing, you know, that I love to share with people that has become like a, a global mantra of mine is you know, understanding that we were born to evolve. Mm -hmm. Like no one gave us a motivational speech to start the process of learning how to crawl, learning how to walk. Like you didn't go to a life coach. There was just something inside you that said, if mommy can do it, if daddy can do it, if a grandmother, if my big sister, my older brother, my cousins, if they can do it, then I can do it too. That same beast, <laughs> that same animal, that, that same winner mindset has always been with you. What happens is we're born to win, and then society programs us to entertain failure. When I have three kids, all three of my kids started the process of pulling themselves up on the couch, grabbing my leg their toys, and they would just wobble and eventually fall. And they look up with a smile and they do it again. Mm -hmm. And again, and again, yeah. and again, 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 for months, weeks, until they start the process of walking. That same courage that same fight, 
that same six-month-old, nine-month-old who never asked for permission to succeed still lives inside you. Mm. Stop asking for permission to elevate in life, to increase in life. You never ask permission when you were falling down again and again and again. You never even entertain failure, even though you fell down hundreds of times. That same giant lives in you today. Mm, so there's mm. a message that I was going to share with you right now is this. When you feel like the weight of the world is on your shoulders, when you feel like giving up, I dare you to talk to the six-month-old you, the nine-month-old you, because that you would say, what do you mean you're giving up? Because they said no. Mm-hmm. What do you mean it didn't work? Walking didn't work, but we still did it. Crawling didn't work. Talking didn't work, but we still did it. That mm-hmm. six-month-old, that nine-month-old will fight for you. Mm. Tap back into that giant. I'll talk about that in the book, too. Cool. <laughs> we appreciate <laughs> that. Thank you very much, Johnny. It's quite thank you that you've been with us here. And uh, to all the viewers, uh, thank you. Thank you very much. Go get the book and have the mindset to be a millionaire. There it is. Uh, let's meet at the top. God bless, brother. Okay. Cheers. Cheers. Kalispera.